the fire that happened in Hawaii, Maui to be exact, should have opened up a massive can of worms. Because after the fire happened and the fire calmed down a little bit, there was a report that came out. It was about a couple of days after when the schools started to reopen that there was close to 2,000 children missing from the schools. Now, now, their bodies were never found in this fire, and I don't know how all that would transpire when a body is burned in fire, but however, the report also said that these children weren't even near this fire, apparently, because their parents were reporting them missing. Why weren't they at school? And a whole debacle happened, and there has not really been anyone reporting on the missing children in Maui that happened right after the fire. It was close to about 2,000 children. That's the month of September. In the same month, in the city of Cleveland, of the state of Ohio, just over 1,000 children were reported missing in one day. Also in that same month, let's go down to the state of Georgia and to the state of North Carolina. In both states, over 700 children were reported missing in both states of a combined to over 1400 children were reported missing in those two states also 700 each so my question is just in the month of september alone where are all the children going Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and this is the show where we do tackle a lot of the, I I would call it, news that your mainstream media and even your non-mainstream media, the the news outlets that, that you might watch on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, that they're all afraid to tackle. And I've reported this throughout this entire year to be honest with you honestly i've reported it since I've, i'm going to say it again since the overturn of roe v wade happened and i've been trying to shed some light put a spotlight on this very subject of children gone missing and what has been happening to them and how the president of the united states how so, a lot of this information and and stories wind up on his desk that he knows that he just abruptly brings out into the open that no one wants to actually ask the real question. Like I said before, the one story that everybody by now should know about is that the 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 young girl who got pregnant, who was raped and got pregnant from the their her rapist, and the whole big story was Oh, she had to go over state lines for an abortion. When really the story should have been who raped her and where is this rapist at? But those questions weren't asked. The questions that were asked were why weren't there doctors who wanted to do the abortion? And then why did she have to go over? Like they, they, questions that should have been on the back burner. But this story was brought to the nation's attention because of the president of the United States, that is Joe Biden himself. And then since that day, I've been hinting and talking about, not just hinting, but also talking about throwing out breadcrumbs about there is a massive 
problem going on inside the United States. And nobody wanted to hear about it. Nobody wanted to listen to it. Then all of a sudden, yet again, a movie comes out called Sound of Freedom, and that gets everybody in an uproar. Even though people like me have been talking about this for a very, very long time now. And everybody wants to turn a blind eye to it. And now that movie came out and that got everybody's eyes open, but only open for a little bit. And then the people who I like to call these television Christians, these so-called television prophets, it was the movie that got them stirred up to want to talk about it, but they didn't even spend that much time on it. What they did was spend one of their small segments on it, and then they moved on trying to talk about Trump and Trump this, and Trump that, and Trump should be back in office, blah, blah, a, a bunch of crap, to be honest. While there are still children being captured in this nation and being reported missing in this nation, and the only thing our government or um, our, our law officials are saying is, well, they might be in human trafficking now. And they have no clue, or at least that's what they're trying to act like, what is going on. They have no clue. But yet, these numbers are ramping up, astonishing numbers, ramping up. This year is not even over. And I talked about just in the month of September, for the state of Ohio, one city, over a thousand kids missing in one city, that's Cleveland. But let's take the entire state. Today's numbers for the entire state, for the entire year, for the entire state of Ohio, 18,000 children are missing out of that state. This is the same state, the state of Ohio. If you go just go find that small town that had the train derailment that basically looked like a nuclear bomb went off that the president still refuses to go see, it's that same state that is having these astonishing numbers of now missing children happening throughout the entire year. And again, the president refuses to go to that state to even visit the people of Palestine, Ohio. I think it's East Palestine, if I'm not mistaken. So there's a problem in his own backyard, in his own country, that he refuses to acknowledge. But yet he wants to send billions, and I believe right now it's $24 billion. Again, another package rolling around of $24 billion that he's going to send to Ukraine. I would go on the side that the United States has now surpassed the corruption that has been going on in Ukraine. And that corruption, at least in Ukraine, as far as I know, that corruption dealt with bribes and money and money laundering even prostitution as far as i know because we know now we now know the stories of the prostitution that's going on with the with the soldiers with the wounded soldiers that are in the hospitals that the united states is paying using taxpayer money to pay for prostitutes to sleep with the wounded soldiers inside the ukrainian hospitals i talked about that one already i'm not going to rehash that but i would say the united states of america has surpassed ukraine in corruption all because of joe biden and it's not that type of corruption yes that corruption is inside the united states however it's more the corruption of the missing children it is not it, it's more 
than just corruption. It's to the point of it's an abomination, not just to God, but it should turn the stomachs of every single person inside the United States of America that one day that it will be knocking on your own door. It has run rampant without, with, without even ceasing for a day, without letting people breathe. It is running rampant. Not just that, but also the violence that some of these children are also doing inside our own country. Let me tell you the story of the, I believe it was a bunch of teenage boys that decided to steal a truck. And they decided after they stole the truck was to just go down a street and start running people over. Eventually, they ran somebody over. They hit, I believe, two or three people and they ran somebody over and that person ended up dying. And why did they do it? They asked. They were asked this. Why did they do it? Oh, just because they didn't think that they were going to be spending a lot of time in jail anyway. This, this is what the children are being taught. They can do things that are wrong and get away with it. And if they do get in trouble, that's just a little slap on the wrist and just go ahead and go on about your business. The looting that's happening inside the state of California, these are children doing this stuff, teenagers. And then in the midst of all of this, that's dealing with the children. We have children, the younger ones that aren't teenagers. They're not even teenagers yet. They're winding up missing upon the thousands every day, upon the tens of thousands every single day. And that doesn't even include the debacle that's going on down at the border of the United States and Mexico. These numbers don't even include any of any of that. But yet we want to sit here and talk about Trump and all of the Trump indictments. We want to sit here and talk about Biden. And is he going to get impeached? I I believe, yes, he needs to be impeached. He needs to be tried for treason. He needs to also be found guilty. That's just not my opinion. The facts are out there that Biden and his entire family are traitors to the United States of America for their own profit. Not only that, but you will, I will guarantee you that you will find that they are also in the spectrum, if not have their hand inside that cookie jar of human trafficking, which is why the story of that little girl during the Roe v. Wade overturning was on his desk. He knew about it. You don't have to search far for this stuff, nor do you have to search long. You just have to be willing to open your ears and your eyes to hear and see the truth. But are you willing? That is the real question. Or are you willing to get engulfed inside some crap? I would like to call crap about some Trump impeachments that mean absolutely nothing to the American people. So again, I'm going to ask the question, where are all the children going? Where are they? Who is letting all of this crap happen to the children of the United States, to the future of the United States, and the children that do not wind up missing? Why are we teaching an agenda inside our own school systems at a very young age when they should be learning A, B, C, D, one, two, three, four, how to do their ABCs, the alphabets, and how to count to 10? Why instead are we teaching them? How to choose their own gender, even though we all know in biology 
how you're born is how you're born. You have no choice in that matter. But yet that's what we want to teach these children. I, for one, believe it does go hand in hand. And if you go through history, the history of the United States of America, then you will start to find out something very, very startling, very creepy, very disgusting. And it goes all the way back to Margaret Sanger. Her teachings going to, I believe his name is Alfred Kinsey, and then John Money. If you look these people up, they all have a connection. And what is now being taught in our schools are the things that they were trying to teach to completely dismantle the, the true United States of America family structure, what they would call it the family structure bomb in the United States. They wanted to dismantle that, to destroy it. And if you find their teachings and their teachings and their books are out there that they spoke upon and they did research on, I for one want to stop right there because, again, I mentioned Alfred Kinsey and he has a book. And if anyone has gone through psychology or anything that deals with that type of stuff, you have known of this book, or at least heard of this book that has a table in it. And this table is very gut-wrenching, disturbing at the very least. And inside this book, it shows you the table. This table deals with people and orgasms. Children, adults, it doesn't matter. Children all the way to the age as young as five months old, how in the world, in any sane person's mind, would you want to see a five-month-old baby have that type of a deal? But yet, this is what's being taught in our school systems to specific children in our own public school, in our own public school system. This type of junk is being taught. Sexual orientation by the names and by the characteristics and by the likings of this guy and his teaching and his findings, nevertheless, of how he found all of this stuff out. He honestly did not talk to anybody in their sane mind. Actually, he interviewed a lot of people who were in prison. Actually, all of his interview came from people who were in prison for, you guessed it, sexual crimes against humanity. Those were the people he wanted to talk about. And then he took that sector and said, this represents all of the United States of America. Sexual predators represent the entire nation. And then our school boards picked it up and believed it. And now those type of teachings are being taught in our school systems. And we sit here and wonder why we have children missing inside the United States of America. We sit here and wonder why there are a lot of grown men who have been struggling with pornography for their entire lives because it was pushed on them as a child. We sit here and wonder why we have an entire generation of females thinking the best way to make money is to get absolutely naked and shake their sorry behinds on TV or on a camera for some money. And then there are those pervs who will pay out of the butt just to see it. No pun intended. We have a massive problem 
inside this country. And no one wants to actually talk about it. We have an immoral issue. And it's not even, it's no longer just an issue. It's frankly an abomination. But yet no one actually wants to sit down and not even, not even just sit down and talk about it. To face it head on and completely dismantle these type of teachings. Actually, on the other hand, what they want to dismantle and get rid of, and they have, for the most part, prayer in school. To the point to where there was a coach who got fired because he decided to kneel down at the 50-yard line after a game and just pray by himself. Gratefully, thankfully, I believe it was a year and a half later, he finally gets his job back. But that's what they want to fight. You're offending me because you're kneeling and praying by yourself, silently somewhere, just but just because I see you with my own eyes, oh, it's so offensive. However, you can also see and hear with your own eyes what's being taught in our school systems. You can also see and hear with your own eyes how many children are being just completely kidnapped from their families and put into sex trafficking, human trafficking, everywhere all around the entire country, even even around the entire world. But you want to turn a blind eye to that until a movie comes out. And then when it all dies down, then you go back to turning a blind eye to it. We have become the nation that has turned right into wrong and wrong into right. And it, we've done it so much, we've blurred the lines. We don't even know it anymore. Everyone wants to get offended for the most part. Some are getting offended, some are not. But everyone wants to argue the fact, at least argue the fact, of men joining women's sports of boys joining girls sports however did anyone did it ever occur to you that this is an end result of letting females join men's sports right now we have a girl who's in uh college i, I believe it's a d3 school she's a non-kicker and everyone's praising this girl for joining the football team and making it on the football team playing against men young adults oh and she's she's doing such a great deal but it it, it, it should be a non-story honestly it's disturbing let's flip it around and say there's a a guy wanting to join a female softball team volleyball team soccer team but it's okay when it's flipped around you see it's all backwards and because of that being implanted in people's minds it's okay when it's not okay. If you look this female up, you'll see she has, it, it, it literally looks like she's on steroids. You can tell. Veins popping out of her neck. However, it's okay for her to play this way and for her to do all of this stuff because she has to be safe in some sort of way because her own body could not handle the hits. She can't handle the hits now, even with steroids. HGH and all of that junk that she's probably taking just to even attempt to hang with these guys. And it's a D3 school. Forget about everything else. But again, we are a nation who doesn't just blur the lines. We want to erase the line. We want to do away with the line. That's what we want to do in this country. We want to turn a blind eye 
close our ears so we do not hear the catastrophe, the immorality, the disgusting, gut-wrenching, making you throw up, not even in your mouth, but just barf in your own stomach, make you sick of the things that are going on with our own children in this nation. However, what we want to do is only open our eyes when it comes to things that truly don't even matter. That's what we want to hear, not realizing that our own future is being destroyed and being taken away from us. The future. We have an obligation not just to serve the country, but to protect the future of this nation. But instead of protecting the future of this nation, we're watching it. We are watching it with our own eyes, hearing it with our own ears, being destroyed, letting it run away, not teaching it right from wrong, true right from wrong, not saying you have to have real morals, real values. No, we want to do away with it. And the only time we want to get upset about it is when a movie comes out. I get it. I get it. I get it that you don't want to hear it because it turns your stomach. You don't want to talk about it because it makes it, it, it forces you to get up off of your own butt and do something. So I get it. However, sitting still and doing nothing, you cannot afford to sit still and do nothing. Because as we sit still and do nothing, I get it. There's a lot of people out there who just want to talk about it. Again, I call it the, the television personalities the television christians television prophet they've talked about it about once maybe twice not that long but then they want to go right back into talking about trump again like trump is the savior of the united states of america trump is the savior of the people i would tell you to your face not just that you are wrong but you are truly not a believer in Jesus Christ. You have raised up a false prophet, a false messiah, basically an antichrist in your own mind, thinking that this person will be the savior of our own children, not realizing he won't. And it's not because he doesn't want to be. It's not because he doesn't want to help. It's because he himself has an immoral balance in him now i'm not saying people cannot change but as of right now the only thing we can do and look at is the fruit of that tree is the past of that tree and the past of that tree says that there's an immoral balance or unbalanced with this specific person that person is trump he himself struggles with immorality so unless something changed in his heart i'm not saying he's in it but i will say there are pictures there are videos there's everything that you can see that he has been around these people and to say he did not know especially if you're talking about a man who had an affair with a porn star to say that this guy did not know that this stuff was going on, that, that, that screams you were blind yourself. So even on the other side, there is an immoral issue that even the other side does not want to talk about. The problem cannot be fixed with 
this so-called man who may or may not win. I find it funny how all these people said Trump was going to come back in the middle of Biden's deal, and yet Biden's almost done at least serving his first term. I find it funny how all these people before that said Trump was going to win, and obviously Trump did not win. And now these same people are saying Trump is going to win this time around. They just got it wrong. How many times do you have to get the same thing wrong before people actually start to realize they are not dealing with someone who actually hears from God? But you see, that's the problem. Again, it goes back to our very own selves turning a blind eye, closing our hearing our ears so that we do not hear the actual truth we just want to hear the things that make us feel good that sounds wonderful but yet if you stop and actually listen and see the patterns and see the past then you can actually determine that these people were wrong 100 percent i'm not saying that trump's going to win or trump's going to lose this upcoming time. I don't care about that. I don't. But what I do care about is this immoral issue that is going on in this country. It doesn't matter who is in office. Our children are missing. And the ones who are not are being taught immorality as it is a truth. But it's not a truth. It's a lie. Just because we like to hear the things that sound good Feel the things that feel good. I've had many conversations, many, talking to a bunch of individuals of all walks, shapes, different thinking, different religions, different beliefs. And I always come back asking the same question close to the very end. Is this a thing you believe in because it sounds good? Because it makes you feel feel good and because it sounds good and makes you feel good it must be good and if it must be good it must make it must mean that you are a good person because most things that do that are the wrong things the things that tug at the heart that tug at the soul those are usually the things that you need to be paying attention to again we are in a nation that has completely erased the lines of right and wrong And when you erase the lines of right and wrong, you erase the lines of good and evil. And then you can place good and evil on either side, on both sides if you want. Put them together. But here's the problem with that. When you start mixing it up, good and evil, putting them on both sides or on one side or however you want it to to fit, good begins to disappear. Good begins to be obsolete. It begins to go away to the point to where the only thing that's left on both sides of the line that was erased is nothing but evil. And we are coming to that point as a nation where there is nothing but evil left. And when there is nothing but evil left inside of a country, that country will get destroyed not just from outside forces not just from what we would call mother nature but it will get destroyed from within it will be set ablaze set on fire because that land cannot stand and it cannot be 
a nation that sits on top of a hill like a shining beacon for the world to try to model itself after. That nation has to fall. And that is exactly where we are at. We are at that point to where there might not be anything left to save in this nation. We must stop. We must turn around. We must return to what is right, to what is good, to get back on the path of salvation. We must. And to do so, we must admit our wrongs and repent of our wrongdoings, of our transpasses, of our own sins as a nation, as a people, and realize that the path that we are on will only end in death, will only end in no future, no hope, and no saving. We must do this and we must realize it before it is too late. So here is my message for today. Here is my message to sum up everything that was taught that I was speaking on when it came to Margaret Sanger. And then today I mentioned people like Alfred Kinsey and John Money. Go ahead and look that stuff up and then you will find what they are were teaching and how it relates back to Margaret Sanger. Go ahead and look them up if you want. I would recommend you to do so. And then you will also start seeing the teachings that are being taught in our schools came from these people, and then things will start to click. So here is my message, and it's not a message that is for the faint of heart, just like this podcast, the Island Podcast, is not a podcast for the faint of heart. The message is we have two paths right now, two paths. One is a path that not a lot of people go down. One is a path that seems very narrow. There's not a lot of room because there's not a lot of room to make mistakes. There might be a few stumbling blocks in the way, but we must go down that path if we want to get to the light to save a people, a nation, a country. That path leads back to Jesus Christ himself. It leads to the cross and it doesn't stop at the cross. That's just a point in the path where you're able to stop and kneel and repent. But then it goes past the cross into the grave to where you put all of that stuff that you took off, your transgression, your sins, your iniquities, the things that would kill you, the things that would kill your soul, that would say, that would make God say to you, depart from me for I do not know you. You put that in the grave. But the path does not stop there. Because after you put it in the grave and roll over the stone over it, to shut it, to seal it tight, you get up a new person in Christ Jesus. And you start walking in the ways of righteousness, of salvation. And you do not return back to the grave to get your old being back up your old selves, your old iniquities, your own transgression, your old everything that dealt with that old stuff. That's one path. Keep going. But then there's the other path. It's wide for a lot of people to where you can go wherever you want. You could stand in one spot if you can try, but eventually someone's going to come behind you and keep pushing you along. A whole crowd for that matter. There is no cross, but there is a grave. There is no hand that's going to help you get back up, that's going to pull you back up, but there is a pit that will pull you down and you will never get out. And once you go down that pit, there's no ladder, there's no steps to try to get out, there is nothing, there is the grave 
there is the pit, and once you hit the bottom of that pit, there is fire that will burn forevermore. We are on that fork in the road where we must choose as a nation which path we want to go down. Will we be the nation that our forefathers of this nation said we must follow these specific directions to go down the path of salvation for an entire nation? Or we will fall like every other nation upon this planet that became great, that fell down into its own pit and burned. Which path of a nation, which path for a nation, for this nation, do we want to go down? It's up to us, and we must choose. And we must choose quickly. We must do this quickly. Because now, it's not us, but it's the future of this nation. Our children who are starting to reap this disturbing and disgusting seed that was sowed. And if we don't choose the right path, it won't just be the thousands of children missing in this country. It will be all of them. We must choose the path of righteousness and salvation. At the very least, for our children, for our future. Go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island and you can go and listen to all the previous episodes on the island podcast of the island podcast from yours truly Alva Samuel and you can also go to the X app formerly known as Twitter at AS the island that is AS the island on the X app and you can follow me also on Rumble at A3S2 The Island. That is A3S2 The Island. And if you feel the need to donate, I would greatly appreciate it. Just go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash The Island. And there you will find the donation button. Click on that, you know, and it'll lead you wherever you want to go. And again, thank you for listening to The Island Podcast with your host, Alvis Samuel.